blah. Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. So good news. Um, the anchor app that I used to record this, uh, used to monetize like smaller shows or whatever, a smaller podcast, quote unquote. And I was making like 30 cents a week. Um, and so now they like stopped doing that. So like, now I'm not making 30 cents a week. So your listening ears don't have to hear an advertisement soon. Um, but if you still wanted to like sling me a few dollars, you can do that. Anyway, today we're talking about failure and how to fail gracefully. Um, I wrote about this not because I had failed at anything spectacularly like recently, but I have failed spectacularly in my life. So, and I think it's a good thing. And I think it's good to talk about um, failure because we all kind of experience failure differently. We all kind of internalize it differently. And um, I don't think it's a bad thing. I have failed a lot in my (laughs) wee little short little lady life. And uh, let's see, I've dropped out of races. I've gone through dozens of job interviews that never resulted in offers. I have submitted my writing to publications only to have it rejected time after time after time. I have failed tests and I failed in the workplace and I failed in relationship with others. There is no area of life that goes untouched by failure. So we may as well embrace it, right? Failure to me is synonymous with persistence. You only fail if you fail to try again. According to Professor Martin Covington of the University of California, (laughs) hi, Professor. I wonder if he's hot. I bet he's like old. The fear of failure is directly linked to our sense of self-worth. Professor Covington's research is on students and it was published in the Handbook of Motivation at School and it found that one way that we protect our self-worth is by believing we are competent and by convincing others of it too. The ability to achieve is therefore critical in maintaining our self-worth. Failing to perform is internalized as, um, I don't know, being unable and unworthy. So we often hear fake it till you make it, but unless you believe that you are competent, no amount of quote unquote faking it will ever help you make it. And probably like you won't even believe it when you're faking it. So if you happen to fail once, that might be an easy enough shot at your self-worth to overcome. But what if you fail over and over and over again? Professor Covington also found that those who repeatedly fail will engage in specific practices to preserve their self-worth, such as making excuses for failing or engaging in defense mechanisms Uh, A common one is blaming others for your your own failure and so forth. Um, So learning to accept failure and rejection um, is important. And both of these have served me well sort of in my career and in my life as an athlete. Um, When I dropped out of a 100 miler last summer, I signed it for another on the car ride home. I was like, that that fucking sucked. I want to do this again. And when I don't make a sale or when someone I cold call hangs up on me or when a prospective customer abandons all interest, I sort of just have to evaluate what happened, reassess my approach and move on. There's factors outside of my control in in my job. And I used to fundraise. Now I'm in sales and both of them are um, filled with rejection. (laughs) You're going to get rejected all the time in both of these professions. So moving on from failure um, is sort of the secret to failing gracefully. Nobody cares about your failures as much as you do. um, So the less that you internalize them, the less they will influence and impact your future attempts. Failure is a demoralizing and upsetting experience, but if you can learn to understand how failure affects your thoughts and your feelings and your behaviors, um, you can turn it into uh, maybe not a positive experience, but a useful one. Some things to know about failure. If you fail to reach a specific goal, you will think of that goal as less attainable. And this is something that happens like without our conscious decision making, right? 
If we fail to reach a specific goal, you think of it as less attainable. This is especially damning because after failing and learning more about how or why you failed, you're less likely to fail at your second or third or 12th attempt. Failure also distorts how you perceive your own abilities and may make you think that you're less capable than you are. So shifting how you think about failure can help you help you feel more motivated to try again. Um, the second thing is that the fear of failure can be caused by failing just once. So I was at this local women's retreat. This is so gross. A woman's retreat. Like we were like needing womanhood altogether. <laughs> I don't know what it was. Like, I don't know why I went, but I went when I first moved to California, which is like local women's retreat. It was just an afternoon. It wasn't a long thing. So myself and a few other dozen women were tasked with writing down some things that we were afraid of. And the fear of failing was mine. And it was the most common fear, um, closely followed by a fear of success. Both can lead to unconscious self-sabotaging, which, you guessed it, further hinders success. Studies also show that parents who have a fear of failure can unwittingly transmit it to their children by reacting harshly or withdrawing emotionally when their children don't live up to their expectations. So definitely don't do that to your children. That's fucked up. But you might also not know that you're like doing that either. So something to just be aware of. The um, third thing is that the healthiest response to failure is to focus on variables that you can control. So like when I was talking um, earlier about my job in sales and how there's a lot of things that are outside of my control that I don't even know about, like it could be like the organization is restructuring, they're undergoing changes. Um, the person who is my contact is leaving or um, it's the wrong time of year or whatever. They just signed a contract with an, a provider or whatever there's a lot that's outside of my control, right? So feeling in control is an antidote to feeling helpless and demoralized. So when I spent weeks looking for jobs and taking dozens of interviews and still had not received any offers, I doubled down on my own approach. So I fixed my resume and I wrote and rewrote my cover letter and um, sent it to people who I thought could help me. And I went to job fairs and networking events. And eventually I did land a job that lasted until I outgrew it. So in a job search, there are, again, dozens of things outside of the job seeker's control. But by focusing on the things that I could control, I was able to remain optimistic in the face of many rejections. I had like, you know, bouts of self-doubt. <laughs> I remember just being like, oh, I suck at everything. I don't have any skills. <laughs> Maybe I should have gone into coding or whatever. But um, I think it's important to, in, in a job search, to like, remember that, um, a lot of like jobs are already like filled. They just have to post them for like whatever laws or whatever, but they, it could be, be filled internally or whatever. Even if you get a, an initial interview um, and, and multiple other interviews, like maybe you're just not the right fit, but there is a better fit for you out there. So just because a job wants you doesn't mean it's the right fit either. I've gotten um, job offers that I didn't take because they weren't the right fit for me, didn't pay me enough, um, were the wrong position to fit my skills. I knew I would fail, <laughs> you know, et cetera. Um, and then I have a quote here. Success is not a good teacher, but failure makes failure makes you humble. Failure does make you humble. Fuck. Because failure makes you feel like a real human, you know, it makes you feel like, oh, I'm not so invincible. I'm not as invincible as I thought I was. And I think it's a good little like uh, punch in the face every now and then. I think we all need a good punch in the face every now and then. Maybe just a light punch, like a little love punch. Maybe not in the face either. Um, <laughs> if that's like your moneymaker, maybe just like in, um, like your quad, I guess might not hurt as much. Anyway, uh, the things I linked this week read about 15 famous and successful people who had to endure pretty bad failures. Um, one of them was Oprah, and she got fired from a broadcasting job on TV like forever ago. 
But look at her now. She's Oprah. You get a car. You get a car. And then another thing I linked was um, an article about women's most common fears. Again, they are like fear of not being accepted, fear of failure, fear of other women and being judged and not being whatever. Or a New York Times piece about overcoming failure, which is sort of just like an op-ed. It's, it's like a story. It's not like reporting. You know what I mean? It's like a, it's like an opinion piece from a lady who failed. <laughs> oh my God. I love you all so much. Bye.